You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Well, back with us is Dr. Iman Abu Zaid. She is CEO and co-founder at Incredible Health. And you might recall from our conversation with her last time, roughly about a month ago, uh, Incredible Health is a company that connects hospitals with nurses and other healthcare workers. So she has certainly been among those on the front line during the COVID-19 pandemic. She joins us uh, once again on the phone from San Francisco. Uh, Dr. Abu Zaid, nice to have you back with us. It was about one month ago that we caught up with you. So how are you doing? How's your team doing? And if I recall, your family, I think there was three doctors or surgeons also. So you guys were really in the thick of it. How is everyone doing? And how has the world changed since we talked about a month ago? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I think you're right. We have been uh, in dealing with this pandemic uh, since the last time we spoke. Um, we're, we, are, we did a pretty detailed nurse impact study and discovered that 2% of the nurses, only 2% of the nurses felt that their hospitals were very prepared. And what a lot of the hospitals have been, have been spending their time doing in the last couple of months is getting a stockpile of personal protective equipment and also getting their infection control protocols in place so it's safer, um, for, so it's safer for patients to come back. So, Dr. Abuzaid, if I may, I wanted to take the the conversation in a slightly different direction, in, in part because one of the things that's happened uh, since we spoke to you a month ago is civil unrest and a whole lot of reckoning that's going on uh, across the country. We talked about a story uh, a little bit ago uh, that came out of our Silicon Valley and San Francisco Bureau about uh, black founders of VC-backed companies. You fit yep. that category. The stories we have heard are embarrassing and just really hard to read. I, I wonder what your experience has been and what you make of what's going on right now. Yeah, so, yes, I am in that category. And so occasionally have to deal with situations like walking into a venture capital firm and being mistaken as a Postmates courier. But regardless, have still managed to raise over $17 million in right. capital for, for incredible health, right? So I think the big, what's really missing from the narrative is how diversity drives business results. And there is so much research now that shows that diverse teams, uh, have, uh, they drive more revenue, they are more innovative, d- the decision-making is faster. Um, and, and ultimately, this is about you know, dry, uh, having a high-performing team that is driving financials and returns for investors as well. So I think that's the key piece of the narrative that, that I hope gets highlighted more that this isn't just about morals and ethics and civil rights and so on. This is really about driving positive business results. Right. This is a business model question to some extent. I wonder, it though, why in an area that's so known for innovation and at least outwardly uh, forward thinking, why this lesson hasn't been learned earlier around Silicon Valley? Yeah. I mean, look, the, the, the statistics are bad. Uh, you know, less than 1% of venture capital goes to black founders even though we're starting over 10% of the companies. Um, I think there's two challenges there. One is just making it a pro- actually making it a priority um, and believing that the problem is real. And then the, fir- the, the second is, you know, it, the solutions are more around ex- investors expanding their networks. Yeah. Uh, so they're more diverse. And so they're able to source better deal flow that way. And then the second is like looking at the bias and that's, that's going on in the actual diligence um, process. Honestly, it compares a lot to what operators do as well when we're hiring. 
um, when we're hiring and we're looking to hire a diverse team, we do have to look at our sourcing as well as the actual interview process itself to make sure we end up with a diverse team or in the case of investors, a diverse portfolio. Right. You need to have a focus. You have to have a concerted effort. You have to know that this is what you want to do, right, to get it done. Absolutely. And and I think that's probably the biggest piece that's missing, making it a priority, having a goal tied to it, making someone accountable to it, someone's performance evaluation is going to be tied to it. You know, and and once you do that um, as a leader and especially as a CEO, then then change starts to happen internally. Right, because that's what, you know, we've had so many conversations and we wonder, so what's different this time around? This is not a new problem, right? Um, It's been going on for a long time. Do you have hope that something changes dramatically in terms of diversity and, you know, getting rid of racism in our society? I mean, this is the first time in in my lifetime that I've seen non-black communities heavily involved and engaged and enraged by this topic. And the, the media attention on it is also very high as well. So I'm hopeful that there will be some permanent changes. Um, that's, you know, it's long past due. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, back to Incredible Health for, for a minute. I mean, how does that play through your own business model? Because I believe the last time you were with us, you were talking about this issue of, you know, diversity across the healthcare spectrum and especially dealing in this pandemic, which has been ultimately very uh, – discriminating in its own uh, way against, you know, people of color, people from lower socioeconomic bounds. Uh, how are you seeing it play out in your business and and, uh, and through this crisis? Yeah, so Incredible Health at its core is a software platform. And so there's a couple of ways where it plays out. First is that when, it's, when it comes to building the actual software itself, um, we do have to keep in mind that we are building it for a very diverse population. Um, over 20% of nurses self-identify as minorities. And so we do have to take things into account, such as uh, features that remove bias in hiring. Um, you know, like re- we remove the current locations, for example, uh, of nurses because we noticed that employers were discriminating on based on, simply based on location. Wow. Um, another thing we do is we provide salary calculators uh, to all the nurses on our platform and career coaches because um, minorities are usually, they don't negotiate as hard or, or not as aware of what their salaries should be. And so we really do build um, features and products that make, you know, reduce the, the amount of discrimination that's happening. I mean, if you were to give a company and other leaders, which we've been talking to, one piece of advice to make a change and a lasting change when it comes to creating, you know, real diversity within your organization, what would it be? My number one thing is make it a real goal, like just like all of your other business goals. Um, yeah, make it a real goal so that so then you're accountable to it. All right. Well, we really appreciate your time uh, and being back with us. Uh, you're very much on the front lines of now some of the most important issues of our time. So we appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Uh, Dr. Iman Abuzaid is the co-founder and CEO of Incredible Health joining us on the phone from San Francisco. And, you know, we're looking forward to this conversation in yeah. part because we enjoyed uh, our chat with her last time. And, and obviously, you know, dealing from the perspective of her customers uh, and the folks that she is putting uh, into hospitals, dealing with diversity on that front, but also, you know, following on what our discussion with uh, Sarah McBride. Uh, very enlightening. But so simple. She says, make it a priority. Right. And then everything falls from that. I mean, that it's not complicated. And so I think 
very telling, and, and we'll continue to have these conversations. And here's the other thing, and, and she said this, and, and I've heard this recently on some other things that I'm working on. It's part of the you have to make it part of the business model. It has to be built into the business model itself. Diversity has to be part of it. Well, it this isn't just a remember social that book issue. I told you that's dusty. Yeah, yeah it's I know. been out there, folks, for a while. <laughs>